This video is the second of a four-part series that I shot in the spring of 23, and I drove out to Manhattan, Kansas, and met Adam O'Neill, where they had just won a Kansas state title that fall. Uh, this video is Defending First Down with Pressures. If you like this, check us out over at clinic.chiefpigskin.com. back to the Cheap Pigskin. My name is Adam O'Neill. I'm the head coach at Morton High School, former defensive coordinator at Manhattan High School in Kansas. Uh, today we're going to get into defending first down. So that last one we talked about, you know, how important is first down. We're going to talk about a little more detail, some of the tools that we use to do it. So uh, we got to why it's important. We're going to talk about how, you know, what do we do about it. And so the first one that we do is, is we run some hot pressures. We particularly like these against 10 personnel and 11 personnel. Um, you know, you can use them in some other areas. Um, and then we talked about that hitters count last time too. If we can get into that hitters count uh, deep in their territory, first down, second and fourth quarters, um, we like these pressures. Um, but we also like to bring them early. If we know we're gonna get something, can we come and attack early on. And so for our six man pressures, we do everything so that we we assume that we're going to have to play fastball at some point where the offense is going to go 100 miles an hour and then we can't wait till week 2 of the playoffs to be ready for that. So we've taken some of those tools that the offense used and we we put them on the defensive side. So all our calls are in buckets. Uh, they're all in you know in, in groupings and they're they're all one word. And, and we try to attach some, you know, can we get one word that is going to, you know, tell everyone on the field a whole bunch of information from the front end to the back. And so our superhero groups are our six-man pressures. When we bring five-man pressure, we name those after superheroes. And then so, um, you know, Batman, Superman, Flash, whatever you want. And then so we have this giant bucket. So as we want to add, we just go to, we pull up a list of, superheroes and then we pick one that makes sense we can make a mnemonic device out of um, but when we're going to bring six when we're going to add something to our five-man pressure we name them after the superhero groups so two of them we're going to talk about today are our two favorite are suicide squad and x-men and then these are you know the the kids remember these really easily too and then we can do them really really fast and then sometimes these guys uh you know we find can we find some of these buckets that are gonna help us kind of naturally build signals into. So if we're going really fast, they can't hear us on the sideline, do we have a visual that'll help us build a signal? So, um, you know, really what we're trying to do, like we're trying to hit a home run. There's, there's no doubt about it. We're trying to go after them and hit a negative in these situations. You know, do we call these on third down? Uh, when I learned some of the coverage, uh, went to visit, uh, one of our opponents, and he showed us some of the, the, the coverage tools, and um, and he talked about, you know, Mark Marinelli out of Wichita Northwest, who's fantastic, talked to, you know, he said, you got to be careful on third down, and, and I didn't always listen, had to learn the hard way. Um, but we took it, and, and we're going to play with eyes coverage in the back, and then, you know, these pressures, we kind of like, they're both good against zone and, and gap schemes. Uh, we like you know, our suicide squad a little more against the gap schemes, 
we like X-Men a little more against the zone schemes, but we don't want them just for those situations. But you know, if we've got a tip off, you know, that's what we're gonna do. And in the back, what we really like about these pressures is that we're not playing cover zero. So if we miss, we've got safeties, we've got corners who have eyes in the backfield that can go run something down. You know, sometimes, and, and you know, that's how you want to play and that's who you are. And then sometimes, you know, if you're, you're a coordinator, you know, you're working for your head coach, you know, my boss is not going to be okay with me bringing zero pressure and missing. It's just not going to be okay. It's not, it's not who he is and that's not who, um, how he wants to live. So, you know, sometimes those things aren't dictated by me. You know, if I want to play zero pressure, I better be really good at it and bring it. You know, so we feel way more comfortable. I, I, I've got some job security in those two. So the first one we'll talk about is what we call X-Men. And X-Men, you know, this visual, this cross dog, right, where our mic and our will are going to create an X. Uh, you know, they're going to cross dog over the center. You know, and this is not, you know, particularly, you know, new to us um, or new to the football world, I should say. But, but I think, you know, as, as I saw this, you know, five, six years ago, and then we played with double-A gap uh, cover one pressure, this was a really interesting concept, and, and we talked to somebody on the phone um, on the East Coast and talked to some other people. Uh, and, you know, what we like here, again, you can see in the diagram, is we're going to get a post player, we're going to get corners bailing out, uh, and we're going to get eyes in the backfield. And so... We'll slide from our base 30 into a 40, and our nose and our end are going to try to get through the tackle's hip uh, and get into the B-gaps. Our end in a five technique and our anchor, like if you're familiar with double A-gap pressure, we're going to play that similarly where they'll peel on the back out. Right? So there'll be extra help. Our boundary safety, for the most part, is going to work uh, down from 10 to 8, and he's going to take seam curl flat, and our free safety is going to be slow to the post. All right. and, and I talked about this last one. You know, the other thing about this is, you know, we want to be too high. You know, if you're too high all the time and you're static, you're, you're going to get attacked. And I think that's, that's you got to have some answers to show some other, other things. When we do play cover one and cover three, we're generally more likely to spin to the field. Right. Now we've got some boundary spin too. So you know, you're going to have to work to figure out where we're spinning and where we go all the time. And I'm sure some people could do it and they, they know uh, which way, but I'm going to try to mess with the quarterback. I'm not trying to beat the OC as much as I'm trying to beat the quarterback, you know, in those situations with, with our coverage. Um, so our rules for the backers then, uh, the backer opposite uh, the running back uh, is going to look for the the cutback window. Right? The backer on the running back side is going to go first and try to create cutback. So if we're, we're expecting zone here, right, this back working this way, right, our first backer through on his side is going to try to get through the A-gap right, and punch a hole in this and force cutback while his buddy works opposite A-gap and takes the cutback. In the back, I think it's important to understand your, your DBs here have to understand what's going on. What are we trying to do? Right, we're trying to create a negative here 
on the run. We're expecting run, uh, but we don't have 100% certainty that it's going to be run. You know, they, they, they can do other things with the ball. So what we make them, you know, you know, if we bring pressure, the ball's got to come out fast. So you can play with eyes in the backfield. Even though that's not our normal key, you can get eyes in the backfield and watch the ball come out and then go attack it. You know, and our rules generally are, you know, so if you look here, we're three over two to start with. You know, these safety, who's going to roll? You know, who is uncovered? So two in the boundary, if it's two by two, if it's trips, you can spin it the other way. And then sometimes you, you got to think about how, if they get empty, what are you going to do? And you could just go zero across. Uh, but I talked about why, why I don't love that business model, right? So... Uh, safety's going to spin to the open seam player. This guy's uncovered, so we're going to say he's open. So that's the way we want to spin. Our free safety here is going to work to the post, and we're going to tell him slow to the post. We're expecting run. Don't kick out of here. You're not playing in the NFL. We're not trying to get 20 yards deep in the in the middle of the field here. You're going to be slow to the post. All right, get your eyes in the backfield, and if it's run, go clean it up. If it's pass, you got to get on your horse, but you're okay. We're bringing pressure. Okay? We're attacking. It's good that ball should come out. Okay? Possibly something hot. We're on the perimeter. You know, and then when you think about drilling this, you know, I don't know if this is interesting or not, but but I, I think it is. You know, when we drill this, we drill this more in seven on seven than we do in inside run. You know, most of the time, if you call this and it is a run, and you guess right and you get zone, um, you're in good shape. You're probably going to go smack it. What gets you in trouble is if the ball comes out. So we like to make sure that we run this and then we'll have a what we call like a screen period in seven on seven where we'll tell our 1-0, hey, we're going to bring our six-man pressure. Can you throw all your screens right now? Can you throw all your hot stuff right now? Telling you the pressure's coming and we want to rally to the ball. Like it's probably coming out quick. They're probably going to catch the ball. You know, can we get there? And I think that, that's been a really good way to drill it for us because that's where you get hurt if the ball comes out quick. So we don't want to get up here this close. This is new. This is a couple years ago when we started doing this, and our backers are a little antsy here. Uh, we'd like to come from depth, and they get better at it as go. But I think it, this example here paints a pretty good picture of what we want to see. So we've got backer on the backside is going to creep up, okay? And I'd rather him run through, but you know, I, I'm not gonna overcomplicate it for this kid either. If you get up, it's late, they see it, it's okay. Get up there, right? And you're probably gonna force the cutback by getting up in the gap anyway. And then as he punches through and forces the cutback, the second backer is gonna come behind and fill it out. And we get a pretty good picture of it here. Even though both of them early, you see how free Okay, our mic becomes, and he's going to run through. Okay, and it's an easy tackle. We're TFL. And again, okay, what down is this? This is first down. Okay, we like the picture that we see. Our, our film says, tells us we're probably going to get zone here on first down. We're probably going to get zone okay, in this 10 personnel look. So we like the picture. Let's run it. Force the cutback. Clean them up. We used this example last time, um, but, you know, again, okay, first and 10, we're going to bring it here. 
you know, some of the other things going on here. We've got freshman running back here. He's going to be a really good player, but like, we're going to come after him here. So we slide to our 40. Right. And if we get pistol, right, we've done some different things. But when we've gotten pistol, uh, you know, we've debated different ways to do it. But for our kids to make it simple, we had one kid that was way better at penetrating and one kid that was better at cleaning it up. So we, we tell Ben here, if you get pistol, you're going first. Doesn't matter how they're, hey, what else, you go first, Jackson's gonna go second. Hey, there's a, I think there's some other considerations. Um, you know, maybe you wanna bring the field guy first. So if you get something fast flow action, the second guy can read out. Uh, but that's how we did it for, the, for these two kids, just understanding your players. You know, and what we get here is we get first and 10 and we get pass. And what this does, we get, right, we get slide to the left, we get man pro to the right, and the back right, doesn't pick up anybody. We're gonna run through here. So really good pressure against man pro. We know they're man pro, we know they're a zone team. Right, so we feel good about this pressure. Regardless, we feel good about it on pass downs here too. We get the quarterback out of the pocket, he's running to the left, and we got two guys there that can see the ball come out. All right, here we get an example of what we talked about, you know, our outside backer, his rule is to peel. Tailback's gonna come out early. You know, they're gonna show us kind of empty here. He just knows I've got peel. So I'm going to take the back. When we talk about peeling, we talk about you're gonna peel. We call them banana rules. You peel if the back is out, you peel with them. If he stays in, you're gonna eat him up. You're gonna put him in the quarterback's lap so you don't get screened. So peel with them or eat them. Play the banana. And here we get a really good example again. Our safety's a little lower than I like him, but you can see his eyes in the backfield. I'd rather him be sitting at eight. The pressure quarterback doesn't stand in here and throw it. He's a high school kid. Puts too much on his arm. He's gonna hop up and throw the ball here. We're playing eyes coverage, eyes in the backfield. Free safety goes and gets the ball. So we looked at the field safety there. Right. Here we're gonna get to right, boundary safety. And this is what I was alluding to where, you know, we got somebody to clean this up. You can see us here on the picture. Hey, we've got three deep here. We got eyes in the backfield. These cats on the edge can run. Hey, so we're bailing out of there. And if this ball leaks, hey, we keep our job. You get a good shot of it from the end zone here. So we get safety going to work down here to the boundary. He's going to work 10 to 8. 
And we get a pretty good run through here. This looks like this is an interesting play. We get gap scheme going, almost with a false pole. The quarterback's going to hide the ball and try to get out naked to the other side. And if it, if it was a gap scheme, we're going to hit it pretty good. Watch our backers here. You know, we're going to get through. We're going to punch through the backside. We get polar. He, he can match the polar. But we get kind of a trick play here. Quarterback tries to leak out of here on the other side. But that safety working down from 10 to 8, he's going to clean it up and we get a negative here. You know, I think we're wrong here. We get our, our JV squad in here. But, but I like these things, even for our young guys, them learning how to execute them and playing fast and being on the attack. I think it's important for their mentality. You know, we don't want them sitting back all the time. And so this, this cat should go first. He's on the backside. He should go second. They go, they get it wrong. JV kids here in the game, but we get the same effect. Center takes the first guy through, the second guy through is unblocked. Right? First and ten, our young guys are gonna get a negative in a varsity game. You know, and then you know, is this you know, we feel good about this pressure if it does turn into pass. You know, and what do we mean? We mean that. You know, we're going to bring six here. They get the back out, so they've only got five. We're on the back. We're over the top. We're over the top. We, you know, we get two over two over here. But the ball's got to come out so fast. All right, he's going to throw off his back foot. Right, and we're going to force this out quick all right, and be in good shape. We got Sam out there, so they do leak the back early like that. We're okay. Quarterback gets rid of it early so he doesn't have to get hit, and they don't get a completion here. And I think, you know, as much as anything, we're trying to create mentality here. Uh, this is not just. You know, a play that we run, you know, willy-nilly here. Like, we like these situations. We like these negatives backed up. Right? And then we're, we're trying to emphasize with our kids, you know, we want to be on the aggressive. Right? We get good play here. And I think, you know, if you're in Kansas, you you got you to gotta play. You got to make sure that everything's good against the speed option. I think speed option here is good against this. Uh, but because we get off the ball, Hey, we're attacking. You know, if this were to go, this ball were to get pitched, our three technique doesn't get through there so quick, and our five around. Right? This is tough. You could get blocked here. He should be working to pitch, but again, because we're not playing cover zero, we should get free safety there late. We're going to save save a you know a touchdown and maybe a big play, but we're not going to give up a touchdown here. We're not playing zero. 
Right. And I think the other thing, those examples mostly against the zone here, when you do see gap schemes, okay, we're going to get counter here, right? and we're going to get run through first. Our second guy still wants to see through the guard here. So if he's going to pull, do I need to stay backside? Right? Can I just work with the puller? I can read out of it. I don't have to continue on my path. Right. And here, you know, I would like to work wider with this this counter look, and see how he runs right into that that double team that's coming back for him. Right. I would like to see him work flatter with the puller, and we got a better chance here. Right. And then again, this is you know I think you have to be careful. You got two tight ends in the game. Um, you know, we got tight end down here. You know, what do we, you know, tight end here? This is maybe not the best call in this situation, right? So we gotta be careful and get these tight ends in the game. But if we read out of it, we're okay. And again, because we're playing eyes coverage, we're not playing zero, we're not chasing things out. This play's not the end of the world. Uh, we don't like that it's a big run, uh, but we don't give up a touchdown. We'll go back after him the next, next play. All right, and, and I tried, you know, I didn't listen when I got coached up, third and long. There's lots of open grass here on this situation. You gotta be careful. And you know, but I felt like because of the pistol here, you know, they're gonna run the ball. Uh, they're gonna go attack. We're gonna get four verts here, a free safety, you know, and our, our boundary safety. I wish they would have changed the rotation here. Okay, working over to the tight end. This may be a little easier. Working here and here, right? they got the rotation wrong, and then we do have lots of open space. Right? But pressure, right? knock the quarterback on, on his butt. Right? We're going to run through here. Uh, we'll talk about the, you know, pistols tough to get into pro for the back, right? and this quarterback's going to get pounded here. He's going to leave the game a couple times because we're bringing pressure. He doesn't play the next week, you know, and we felt like we got to get this kid hit because uh, if he gets run and gets thrown, we're going to be in trouble, uh, you know. But I think, you know, point I'm trying to make is someone tried to tell me and I didn't listen. Third and long, I think you need to be careful. Right. Here, when we're talking about coverage, right, we want to play seam, curl, flat. So if we works down the seam, we can carry him. If he settles in the curl, we'll sit, and the flat's going to take us late. You know, here, uh, free safety is going right, to spin down way too hard. Right, he's going to try to take that arrow route, and he gets replaced with the curl, and we're probably uh, and we're in trouble here at the end of the game. We're trying to make something happen on first and ten, uh, and, and he makes a mistake. Right, good football player. He's trying to, you know, get something to happen in the fourth quarter. But we got to sit right much higher. He knows. You see him clap his hands here. You know, and initially I don't like his depth here either. Right? I would like him, you know, to sit here right, a little bit deeper. Right? I like him sit more eight yards here. Right? He gets down, chases the arrow. Curls uncovered because we sent both the backers, and that's an easy throw for a good quarterback. 
So we're going to make sure we keep the ball in front of us if we're in the secondary. And so here, and then so I'm not just showing you the good examples. Some of the things that you know that, that you got to make sure you get coached up here. Uh, we start on our path correctly. 28 here. He's an all-state linebacker. He's really good. We're down in this game two years ago, and he tries to make a pl play, and you know he never does this again. But I don't think he understands what his job is here. He's the penetrator. Right? He's the forced cutback player. And once that running back sees him there, he's going to cut back to his buddy. But he doesn't stay because the quarter, the running back, I'm sorry, is on this path, and he's going to try to he's going to try to be a hero here and make a play. And our second backer through, they're both in the same gap, and we would like him to be here him to be here, and we got a pretty good play there. Instead, running back is good. He cuts. And we lose this play. But again, zone, we're going to live to play another game. If this is not fourth quarter, it's not late in the game, we're in good shape here. We'll play. We'll get to play some more. If this is late in the game, this one hurts. The other thing I think you got to consider, what do you, what do you want to do? And we didn't have a real good answer this game. Um, we got some empty and we didn't expect it. We saw a lot of two tight end sets from this team and then they went um, and gave us some, some empty. And so we got this called, you know, the, what, what do you want to do? You want to check out of it to your empty pressure or, or do you want to go five across and play, play man? Um, you know, here um, we stay in it and the quarterback does a good job here. They just don't catch the ball. Um, you know, so there, there's some merit to the pressure, gets it out quick, gets to the right guy. Uh, but if he catches this ball, we're in trouble here. So make sure that you, you know, you want to run something like this. You've got to plan for empty. And it could be as simple as check out of it. You know, you don't want to play zero uh, for the reasons I stated. You don't want to live in that, that kind of life. Uh, just make sure you've got a plan for empty. The next one we talk about, we call suicide squad. And this one for us, one of our base pressures is to bring an NCAA pressure from the field and from the boundary, uh, you know, and then, so we're going to long stick into the A. Okay? Our Mike's going to come through the B behind him. Our Sam is going to creep up and work contain blitz. Okay? Our nose works into the A gap. What we do different here is we tell our boundary backer, you're no longer a dropper. You're going to add on. All right. So there's nothing that can take you out of this pressure except for the back out of the backfield. You need to peel on in. But otherwise, hey, we're going to send six. So we're not going to play three under, three deep, or three deep, two under. Right. And, you know, I'd like this one, uh, you know, this one a little more against the gap schemes, um, but I like it against the zone schemes too. And again, and I like this one because we don't have as much movement and tip it off. You know, we'll get into four down stuff uh, in other areas, so that four down into the cross dog, doesn't tip it off as much, but it, it, you know, it probably does a little bit because that's not where we live. Um, this one looks right where we live. This is, this is, we can run this from depth right where we normally live. So where everybody's lined up in base, uh, we're gonna run our base NCAA, and we're just gonna add on on the backside. And I think you know, when you see the picture here, what happens a lot of time is, is our will then becomes our seam curl flat, 
he's probably not going to get to the seam. Um, that's going to be a tough ask of him. So, you know, we're, we're careful when that's, you know, two by two if we want to run this. Um, you know, you got to be careful there. Uh, but, you know, you know, against trips um, or against 20 or 11, however you want to call it, this cat is often really free in this pressure. He gets to go make everybody right. Hey, and again, you know, I think the, the, the point that's important is in the secondary, everybody understands what has to happen. The ball's got to come out fast for us to beat it. So really for our corners, don't get beat deep, right? Protect the fade. Expect fade, okay? Come up and tackle the hitches. We're gonna play slow to the post again, and this is normal rotation for our secondary. Gonna work down, seam curl flat, 10 yards to eight yards. So here we get you know that 1120 personnel look hey okay, where you're gonna get you know you're gonna do a zone concept you know maybe split zone maybe you know GH coming back but we got a pretty good idea right okay, backfield and we talked about trips menu and and understand some of that in the last clinic right this we got back here okay, here like we're probably gonna get the zone pushed here or we're gonna get split zone coming back so we like this Okay, this is, a, this is a run look to us. Let's bring our run pressure. And so some of the important points here, right, when we get, we want to work our long stick here, and we'll talk about aiming points and going through an attack. And our long stick, we're trying to get to the center's ear hole. And okay, once we get there, we want to get vertical. If we get a puller, from the guard, get on his hip and chase him. And if you get doubled at some point, you can't get all the way there, get vertical. And when we talk about aiming point, you know, drawing sometimes don't do what we, you know, do the play justice sometimes. He's trying to get through, or Mike's trying to get through the B gap. But if they're gonna bring these guys down, like they do here, the B gap, is where he's at now. Now we got A gap, this B gap is closed. Stay on a wide path. Okay. And here, our four technique does a pretty good job. He's gonna get this double. He's gonna try to keep working towards the center and getting vertical. Our Mike does a good job reading this right here, this closed B gap and keep running through. And our Sam or a nickel is going to work in here. Be a, I'd like him to be a little more contained there, but I think he recognizes what's going on here. It's first and 10. Uh, when this tight end is, is in the pass, he's in the pass fast. When they're running the snag concept in RPOs, he's clearly trying to block him. 10 makes pretty good play. And, and I think he understands as well, if I do make this play in here, you know, I like this path more like right here. He's got help coming down the force because we're uh, that this ball spills. All right, so we get we get similar formation except for we get uh, a little more two by two. We get into the boundary. Take a look from the end zone here. 
we talk about this too with our four techniques. You know, if, if you need some help, you don't have to be in a four technique. If you feel like this is too far for me to get to the A gap, okay, you can play, you know, you, know, you can, you know, move your alignment, you can adjust so you can complete your job. So he does a pretty good job. I'm not sure I can get there, and he's a really good athlete. Um, and being self-aware, he's going to move more to a 4i here. I'll try to do it late. I get into that A-gap right now. Uh, and because he does that, he's going to get across that guard's face, and he's right up there in that zone, okay, and he's going to smack it. And for us, when we talk about some of our base things that we do from our, our, our three safety things too, what this also does for us is, you know, this is an adjustment here. When he's playing lag all the time, now he's pushing to the front um, of that guard instead of the center here and giving those guys a little bit different look. So I like this path from the nickel a little better. He does a better job containing it shows you the other one. I think I understand what he's doing. He's playing football. He's a smart kid. This kid does a really good job containing, pulling the quarterback up on the sprint out. And then we also get a really good play here from our field safety, which down 10 to 8, eyes in the backfield. And I think our corner and our safety do a good job understanding who they're playing against. You know, we talked about slow to the post here. 15 understand these two guys can go. All right, so normally I want to be slow to the post. He's a little bit faster here. All right, so you know, our secondary coach has done a good job making sure these guys understand, keep these cats in front of us. Really good job, free safety here. Keep his eyes in the backfield, break on the ball, off to the races. And then we talk about this all the time too. When you intercept the ball, there is one place to go. There's one place to go and that is to the numbers. All right, so when you intercept the ball, it is a track meet to the numbers. And you watch him here, he picks the ball off, and he gets to the numbers, and then the rest of us all know it's going to the numbers, and we are all racing to turn this into punt return and work to the hash and cut everything off. And we see pretty good here, 8 and 36. Going to go lead the show here. Right, I'll lose my mind if these guys pick the ball off and start cutting back and going to the middle. You do everything you can to get to the numbers when you pick the ball off. Go score afterwards. All right, and, and here's an example. Get first and 10, and this is what you, you corners got to understand this. We're okay. We're okay if we give up a hitch here. That one's on me. All right, your only job here is go run with the fade. Right, you don't have to stick up here. And, and, you know, this is part of corners this year are pretty aggressive they're good football players um, you know and I think you know maybe doesn't understand that as well here uh, he wants to go this is a good wide receiver he wants to show he can match up with but we get a penalty here because he's not ready for fade and really that's the only thing in your mind right? protect against the fade we'll give up a hitch we'll give up a speed out right? that one's on me you take care of the fade here uh, you get pass interference, they win first down here. Hey, they're going to keep moving the sticks. All right, so that one's that one, we, we don't appreciate that one too much.
and I talked about it before, I think, you know, everything that, that, that you do in Kansas and it's back to Bill Snyder and, and all the things that, that they've done, you know, everybody's got speed option in, in their playbook. Can you fit speed option? Uh, this will still fit speed option. So we're going to come at this again. And, and I think speed option is a good play. It gets everybody inside six-man pressure and try to get, get that ball out there quick. There's going to be a one-on-one. -on -one. But if it is one-on-one, -on -one, we can make a play here. <clears throat> so, and, and I think here we get we get an example of you know when we're playing lag all the time, playing not back knock back with our nose, you know we're doing that probably fifty percent of the time, forty percent of the time when we're not moving, you know when he works this way, it's a little bit different look. Here I like to see this four technique do a little bit better job getting into this a gap here, um, but. Because this complements the lag, these two are working on the double team. Hey, we don't quite get up to our will here. And we talked about this showing like our will a lot of times is running free, making everybody right against these things. Here's another good example. They pitch it to the boundary. No one's there. Hey, our will is going to run free. He goes and cleans this up. You know, this ball gets outside quick, but he's there. All right, and then we miss here. Right, so we don't hit the home run, but here's an example. We got everybody's eyes in here, and then we get both our safeties in here to make a play. And, you know, if we're, you know, some of the things that we do, if, we, if we're playing zero here, we're matched up across the board. Um, if we're going to do that, to, you know, we don't see this pop out. So, you know, we probably should make that tackle there on the backfield, but we don't. Right, get a pretty good run through. Safeties make the play, save the day, and so we we can we can talk to our bosses about that. That one's okay. You know, we didn't get it there. Come back later. We're going to run it again later in the game. Hey, we're still believing it. And this time we get the run through. You know, and I think this one, 28 does a better job. He doesn't show it. We're going to get the tackle down. Guard, they're both going to chase the long stick. And there we get the run through. We get the base. We got eyes in the backfield if it pops. And we're going to hit this ball pretty good. That linebacker misses the ball, gets his towel out. You'd like to see the ball come out, but hey, we get a big play here, second and 10. Hey, we get a chance to get the ball back to our offense. When they're on our side of the field, they're probably going to go for it on fourth down. Now, here's a better example of the coverage issue that I showed you before. Hey, same kid now. He's learned from the previous week. He does a really good job here. And this is what we work on. We talk about seven on seven. This is what we do. All right, so we're going to make sure they complete the ball, put our DBs in a disadvantaged situation during practice so that they see this and feel comfortable with this. This arrow route with the curl, all right, he sits much longer as this curler over the ball route comes out, forces the ball to the flat. He's going to run. 
Hey, he's a really good tackler. Hey, he's playing college football. Hey, much better job. You know, and sometimes, you know, we like these things because because we're, you know, you look at us here, uh, uh, we're well okay, out-beefed here. And so we got to do some things to create some pressure, to give ourselves a chance here. Uh, these guys coming to kick out, uh, gets the gap scheme. Uh, 91's fighting real hard to get the, squeeze this tight. We're getting the backer 33 through here, trying to get on this load. He gets inside foot, and he's doing a great job of tackling. Uh, these guys are monsters. Uh, but we're really going to squeeze this hole in here. And he almost squeaks out. And again, if he does squeak out, right, 41's right there. Uh, so that's our that's our, our hot menu, um, or at least the, the, the ones that we use the most. Um, and I think you can do that with whatever you do. Can you figure out, you know, can you take one pressure like we did with our NCAA and put one another pressure on the backside of it and then just make sure that you're you're playing your your coverage in a way that you know you can get two in the seam and three deep. And you can make that look however you want. There's people that, that run those those hot coverage or ice coverage in different ways and they do it with different fronts and looks and pressures. Um, but those are two of our favorite. The next thing we do is, is we're gonna run creepers and creepers for us are from our three down, hey, can we bring a fourth guy? And almost always it's gonna be our boundary or field guy. We're gonna insert some Mike and Will dogs um, and then we're gonna attach that with movement. So if our boundary's coming, our 3D linemen are gonna slant away. You know, and this is, you know, as a defense of a whole, this, this is our, our main pressure and, uh, and it has been since I was back in, in Peoria. Um, you know, and then we have done some things where we said we are going to be a field and boundary team. And we're going to do that as much as we can uh, because of the way the high school field is set up. You know, with, with those, those hashes being the way they are, I want to make sure, you know, my four linebackers I can match them to the field as much as I match them to personnel. All right, so what do we mean? So our nickel or our Sam to the field is almost always one of our best athletes. That kid, we're gonna ask him to do a lot of different things. Can he blitz? Can he play man? Can he play zone? But really what we're thinking about is, can he, you know, can he protect the wide side of the field? And then, because high school is what it is, and you don't get to pick your players, you know, you can play somebody who doesn't quite fit on the boundary. Can you play a really tough kid? Can you play, you know, we've liked a lot of times what happens is kids that didn't quite pan out as running backs, they go to our boundary guys. They're pretty good athletes, but not explosive enough to stay at tailback. Um, you know, they understand football and they're going to get after it and they got high motors, but you can play a slower kid there too. You can put a D lineman there. Um, and we're going to play field boundary as much as we can because we don't want to let the offense, you know, put our speed into the boundary motion back and then we've got slow guys to the field. Uh, and, you know, the other thing is, you know, we can bring all four of these guys and keep them guessing, and then we can start doing some things to movements to the offense, and we look like we're complicated, um, but, but it's not super complicated for our kids. So our first one that we call blade, and that means the boundary or the bench linebacker is going to add on to the pressure and then we're going to get all three of our D linemen working to the field. 
all right? And so all our backers got to know is where's the guy coming from? Tell these guys to go right or left, and they're going to go execute. The nose from year to year is different. You know, do we play him always in a lag? Do we could play him in a gap technique where he's just going to work to the front side of the center? Or is he a smaller guy that that's going to be tough for? We might have him attack the next guard over. But our camp rules are attack the next um, attack through. If we're going to slant here, attack the hip of the guard. We're going to start with a gap technique. We're going to attack the hip of the center. And then for our field guy, it depends on if there's a tight end. If there's a tight end there, attack his hip. If there's not a tight end, attack the hip of the tackle. So, you know, one of the things I like the most is just this movement. And I talked about this a little bit before, but, you know, we want to be in attack mode and these D linemen get off the ball. Right? You know, and for we feel like most years we can find a kid that can get off the ball and go attack. Some years, right, like this kid here, this kid is not going to be able to play technique. He's 195 pounds. Not going to be able to do it. I can't ask him to play tight. Um, you know, and maybe there's better coaches that can. But when he starts going up against some of the kids that we play against that are 270 and 280 pounds, he's just going to lose. So how do I find an advantage for him? So we've got movement here. He can get off the ball. He's one of these kids. He's a, he's a failed running back. He's a good-looking kid, 195, 200 pounds, 5'11". Get off the ball. Get off the ball and attack. All right, he's going to get right through, and he's going to make a lot of plays there. The other thing we like about these creepers is, you know, as we add on and we get this bench reduction here, we feel like it's really flexible. It doesn't matter the offense we're going to see. You know, we'll tell the kids, you know, if we get some checks in, if you don't know, just call Blade. All right, we're good against just about everything. And so here we get against the Flexbone team, and we'll see a fair amount of this stuff here too. All right, same kid here who who's, uh, can get off the ball really well. They're going to run midline right at him. He's right through the gap. Right? And we got that boundary reduction. Right? And then our boundary linebacker is going to be right on the quarterback. Right? And then we knock the ball out. Right? So good against lots of schemes. It's good against, you know, you get to the spread and more open teams. It's good there as well. The other thing we get, we get really easy pass rush out of this. You know, we do a good job. We're going to play some different alignments. Right, with these guys, but if we do a good job creeping up right, to attach late and try to hit some of these things on the run, see nine here coming off the ball, right, and then we get a sack here. So flexibility against schemes, flexibility down a distance, this is a really good play. And then I think it's important what this does if you know if you're a three four team, you know, and however you choose to play that, you play technique you're going to see certain things. And one of the things you're going to see is you're going to see the offensive coordinators talking about, you know, can we run counter um, and pin those, those, those four eyes down if you're in tight? Can you run pin and pull and pin, pin them down and get outside? Um, can you run wide zone and get to the edge? And because we play so much movement, you know, some of those things that we see a lot, right, you know, we're going to play pretty well against. And you see here two, Going to work a pretty good gap technique. I'd like him to keep working here. All right, but we're all working with the zone. 
Our Sam's going to cap it on the edge and force it. Okay, and this gets to be a tough play. And we're going to see it a few times again. But our movement here helps us a ton. Yeah, I think you get a really good picture on this one. You see our four here is going to work in. He's going to keep working. He's already moving this way with the slant. Right, our backers here, they can vice right, his wide zone coming out here. Right, our Sam's going to do a good job right, trying to fit on this big tight end and squeeze him back where he came from. You get a tight end. So our safety knows he can fit off the butt of the tight end and make things right. I see right here too, like as we keep the edge here, Hey, and, and six is looking for the cutback because we're slanting and moving already. Hey, we're going to take away the cutback on this too. And this is good play for them. It's been a good play uh, for the few weeks before this, but the movement helps us out a bunch. All right, so another scheme, right? Here's that pin and pull look that, that teams are going to get. You're going to play a 30 defense. Right, and what we get, similar thing happens here because we're not going to play technique all the time because we're going to have these movement and these, these pressure movements, these line, you know, I don't know if you want to call them line stunts, we're going to slant. Right? 58 here, right? doesn't get hinged, doesn't get cut off. He immediately is going to push this ball to the edge. Six does a good job coming in here on force, and there's nowhere to go here. So on the backside of it, it gets, it gets really tough. Right? Tough to hinge some of those things, tough to cut those things off. Right, see it again here. We're going to move. We're going to miss the cutoff. Right, two's going to get in the gap. Right, and then we're, we're negative. Right, I don't like the way it tackles in there. We're going to finish on top. We're going to finish. Right, you're running through toes in the turf. You don't like throwing there. Right, but we're off for a negative and we're in good shape. The other thing we get, well, we're going to read guards on this, is with these movements, we get, you know, a lot of times you'll see some things like this. You get some smart splits from some teams and then understanding what's going on. And, you know, teaching your linebackers to understand okay, what's going to happen. This zone is probably going to work through this open A gap. They're probably going to okay, team up for the double here. Right? So we're going to look to fill this really fast. Right, and we get these inside linebacker run-throughs all the time. Right, he sees the big A gap, and he's on the guard. The guard is out fast in a hurry, so run through and replace his butt. Right, we get a run-through. Right. Good shape here. So if it's not zone, we get gap schemes. Linebackers are on the guards. Okay. Front side of the gap scheme looks just like, you know, looks like zone. So 33, guards down. He's going to fill his butt. 55 here, you see guard pulls. He's going to replace. 33's through. Okay. Good shape here. You know, some of the things that we'd like to do a little better here, okay, as nine's coming down, this is a pretty good scheme here. They try to arc him. Nine's supposed to be coming down on the tackle, but they arc him, so he's wide. I don't like his feet here. 
I'd like him to keep shuffling here to get his inside foot down, you know, and attack with his inside foot and inside shoulder. He squares up and takes one on the chin here, but our linebackers are really good in the fit. So against the gap scheme again. We're on the guards. Right, 33 gets a little down, fill off his butt. Okay, we've got movement going on here already. 58 is chasing, takes the cutoff, inside foot, inside shoulder, squeeze that counter in there. Right, inside backer is going to work over the top, scrape and clean it up. That fast movement with that four technique is going to come down and take that kick out really fast. You know, and then we get these and we end up chasing pullers too. So again, here we're going to see two. Hey, we're going to see some interesting ways people try to cut us off because of some of these movements. 74 is going to try to run through, um, like stick his butt out, almost like a veer release, but not. I'm not sure, and try to cut him off. But he's just going to work off his butt. Linebackers are fast again on the guards. 56 down, so linebackers fill in. Get a pull, 33 comes through, and we don't get cut off because of the movement, and we're in a negative. You know, and then, you know, how do we call these? You know, understanding where do we want to put these? You know, sometimes we're going to get tip offs from teams. You know, we're going to get all the backs to one side. These are easy checks for our kids too. We get all the backs over here. We talk about just scratch where it's itch, where it itches. You know, fullbacks over here, tailbacks over here, trips. This, you know, the fullbacks up. What is this? This is quarterback sweep. So let's can we send all these guys okay, to chase the sweep? Okay, and again, the cutback is tough because we're coming downhill already. Number two's on the attack. All right, and last, what do these creepers give us? Hey, really easy pass rush. Right, this is outside backer. Right, he's right, coming down. Right, no one attaches to him. Right, he can keep working up the field. We talk about cobra, cobra, cobra. If nobody's there, right, we're looking for counter, bootleg, reverse. He's got nothing. He's down. He's squeezing on the hip. Nothing. Come back. He's going to take the play action. Right, Make it a tough throw. The next one that we have is we call Spear, and Spear tells our, our Sam, or so we call him our Spartan, hey, you're going to add to the pressure, and we're going to come from the strong side of the field for us, and everyone else is going to work away from you. Our 3D linemen work away. Our safeties now, when we come from the field, are going to rotate into cover three. And I think this is really important. You know, if you're going to be a too high team, you have to have some ways to protect your schemes. So this is one of the ways that we protect our coverage is we'll see lots of teams that try to attack us in the middle of the field because we leave it open. Hey, do we rotate enough and get a post player in there as well? And then blade and spear allow us hey, to build the front the way we want. Our movement can build a front. 
So uh, we don't have to align it under, we don't have to align it over, right? We can get them into those positions with movement. So you can think about how do you want to build that front? Where do you want to put um, these D linemen? Which B gap do you want to close? Uh, where do you want them chasing? Right? That's what these allow you to do. So you can be really multiple right? in, in your front. You can show a 30 and it looks static and then move to get to under, move to get to over and be on the attack. So we'll talk about if we get tight ends like this and we call a stunt, right, we're gonna move from a walk position to an attached position. And so we got double tight end here, we get a flanker, and so we should be the dropper and we should be the blitzer. Now, when you're teaching these outside backers, what's important is understand is I'm dropper secondary. When I'm going to drop, it's after I have the run read, right? So this, my key is gonna tell me what to do. So the dropper here, seven, does a really good job. Uh, he's keyed in, tight end is his key. If he releases, he might drop, but he's down, right? He's gonna get power here, uh, and he doesn't go to his drop, he goes to kick out. And so we almost get five-man pressure here because he, uh, he does his job well. The other thing we get, we get this movement here, and then sometimes we'll talk about, and it depends on the kid, Right. On our four techniques, you know, what are you going to tell him to do? If he's on the backside of a gap scheme, do you want him to chase the puller? And that's where we start. Um, but, but sometimes, or if they're doing a good job on power, if they do do a good job hinging him, what do you want him to do? And so this kid, sometimes by ability, will tell him, you can keep working over the center. You can match that guard from the backside. We don't tell all our kids that. Um, we'll chase the polar to start with, but this kid uh, is playing at K-State right now. We're gonna tell him, you go ahead and match that polar. You go ahead and cross the nose's face. Don't let him cut you off. And you can see him keep working and he's gonna get himself into the play. You know, and so that's, that's a tool you can use. We don't give it to everybody, but this is one we give to him. We get pretty good fits here from our linebackers. Guards down, fill, guard pulls, call the pull, and scrape over the top. Right. And then we're playing these inside linebackers really fast. Right? We're trying to get them on the guards. Hey, and when they're doing a good job, they play really fast. Um, you're going to see it here. Both our kids here running through here. It's a really good team. Uh, Coach Martin does a fantastic job at, in Wichita Northwest. Uh, but we're, we're on the guards here, uh, and we're going to get a really good run through. You know, and if you watch some really good you know, three-down teams that, that are going to play with some movement and play some um, you know, more tooth or tail technique, you see this a lot from the inside backers. So 60 is out. So we're going to run it. Guard is down to double. So we're going to come off his butt. And we're going to get both these cats right through here. And we get a big play here, third and one, running through here. You know, and then what, do you, what else can you do with these tools? You know, how can you come at, you know, in a way where you're attacking what you see? And I talked about this in the first one. 
these backs are going to tell us a ton of information. When we get these backs, sometimes these make easy checks for us. So we get this, this alignment in the front right, and to the side. Okay? Our kids, we call that sidecar. Our kids know it. So sometimes they check to the sidecar or check away from the sidecar. And so we're pretty sure we're going to get right, sweep or bash action this way, maybe some type of quarterback read in this way. And, you know, again, if it's counter, you know, it's quarterback read on this, we like this movement, okay? We're chasing the pullers. We're going to set an edge here, stop the sweep, and our backers will be right most likely either way. They stay on the guard. They're going to be in good shape. You know, and you see here, we're going to go punch this right now. Our safety, even if he, you know, our nickel misses, our safety's down. Hey, and look, he's free on the force. Hey, and we're in really good shape here. Hey, this is simple four-man pressure, but hey, can you execute it and attack what you're seeing? You know, and here's an example, and we'll talk about this some more. You know, what do you want to do? We didn't want these backs carrying the ball. We were comfortable with the running back carrying the ball. Um, I'll talk about this in the three safety one. Hey, you know, but we get here. Like these tools fit in our three safety stuff too. This is easy to keep this in your playbook. If you want to run some three safety, uh, move away from your three four and play some three high, but it still fits. Right? Nothing changes. We just got a bonus middle safety on the quarterback here. All right. Other ways we're going to use this tool, right? third and seven. Right? We don't want eight getting out of the pocket. So we can get up field and attack fast. Okay, we call spear here. Okay, we're going to rotate. We look like we're going to get some type of max protection. We got tight end, fullback, tailback. They're all back here. Two receivers here. All right, so we're going to get. All right, we can play some version of cover three here, right, and then go attack, and make sure this quarterback has to pull up at the very least. Okay, here he pulls up. And because we're slanting again, right, we're going to get free, a D lineman free, and get to the ball. Right, we're already on the move. We'll get the end of that. No. Right, and then here's another example. You know, this is sometimes a check for us when we get some of these looks. And I think if you're a three down team, you see stuff like this, you know, we're going to get some condensed sets or a tight end wing. You know, here we get we get a wing, we get a condensed X, um, we get another, we get two fullbacks in here, all condensed. You know, where's this ball going? We're gonna get pinned down, and everybody's gonna run sweep. Well, let's get these linemen running. Right? Let's not let them come down and attack us. Let's get across their face first. All right, and, and we do a good job, 58 here. All right, and they're trying to get up to our linebacker too fast. He's on the slant. And he's going to go cut off the sweep. Linebacker's going to come free. Corner gets up in there. And I think, you know, uh, I don't love five here, backpedaling like that against this, but you've got to do some things. You know, if you're a three-down team, uh, you've got to do some things to make sure that your corners can handle these condensed sets. Okay, he does a really good job tackling here. I'm not sure. I don't love him backpedaling there. You know, and then before when we got this wide zone, we started talking about it, we ran blade and we we're running with the zone, trying to cut everything off. The other thing you can do is 
you switch it, you call spear, okay? And then we're trying to go smack this right away. Right? And what we're gonna tell this guy is that when you come, okay, you're reading the tackle. So most of the time, our nickel, we're gonna say you can never get your outside arm reached unless we call spear because we're gonna get spin down behind it. Now the free safety is your outside arm. So you can be really aggressive in this scenario Okay, and go try to get in here and make a play. He does a pretty good job here. He doesn't make the play, but he makes a bubble. He's going to come get across this H-back's face, bubble the sweep. Our linebackers are able to run. Okay, and he can do that because we've changed coverage here. Okay, and he's going to come, free safety becomes the force player. He's going to become the edge. We need some things to have some change-ups and try to keep that one-word terminology. One of the things we do is, is we might add a tag that just says X, and X tells the linebacker that's blitzing to switch or exchange with the nearest D lineman. Uh, when we added X-men, that became a little bit difficult. We've been, been messing with changing it to flip. So we're gonna say flip your jobs. So we like this um, in some different scenarios. Uh, we like it if we expect pass and we're trying to give that uh, backer a two-way go and maybe get him inside on a guard if we like that matchup. Uh, but it can be effective against the run, and sometimes we like it. You know, if it's a three-down team, sometimes you get those gut schemes where the guard's going to kick out the four and the tackle's going to wrap around. Uh, we really like this is a good way to match it sometimes. Some other tags we have are called lightning. Lightning tells the two backers that they're going to switch jobs. Okay, so here's an example. Hey, we got some of those gut schemes with a tackle, or I'm sorry, the guard's gonna try to kick out our four, and they're gonna try to wrap the tackle around. What we'll do is just send him upfield, switch jobs, and then match that tackle pulling underneath. So we guess right here. We've seen this a little bit, and we're trying to talk them out of running this play a little bit. You know, and then, the, you know, it's not, it's not terrible if we get a good slant there. But we'll try to match it, give them a different look here. We're gonna get the guard out, tackle around or underneath, and we go match it, hit a good play. The other way we'll use this sometimes is maybe we just wanna get a different look. We're trying to protect our normal calls so we're going to just exchange this or flip this okay, and get our, usually our best pass rusher, a different look. Maybe we want to get him on the guard. So they switch jobs. 50 is going to work out. He's going to work underneath. We get cross action. And we get a run through. Right, we get our best pass rusher okay, coming up the gut. That's just adding a tag, and you, you don't have to work real hard on that. So next thing, we've done six-man pressure. We've done four-man pressure. The, the other ones we like are five-man pressure, and those five-man pressures are superheroes. That's our bucket. So what are we trying to do? We're trying to overload. You know, we're trying to overload a side, 
Um, you know, and we're going to present the ability to bring four from one side. So we're going to get two D linemen, two outside backers, all coming from one side. And then, uh, you know, our general rules say the same as our creepers. If we bring it from the bench, play quarters concepts. If we bring it from the field, the secondary knows because they're divorced. They're going to play uh, a cover three rotation. You could play a cover one rotation. We're going to get some kind of post rotation. What we do is our widest blitzer, our contained blitzer, when we do some of these, it has blitz peel responsibility. So first one we like, we call arrow. And again, so we're trying to make sure that we can play against these teams that go really fast. One word, okay, what does arrow say? That says, okay, our anchor to the boundary and our will to the boundary, we're working together. We're gonna bring NCAA from your side. The four technique from that side is gonna work into the A gap. So we get double A gap pressure from the end and then the nose. We get cross action if it's pass. And then we like these, you know, I like this on the front side and the back side of gap schemes. Uh, really like it if you can split zone, you know which way the, the H is going to work back and you can get under and over that, that load or that kick out from the H back. You know, and then, you know, these are first down calls, but I, I think they get a lot of mileage. You know, we can use them on third down as well and become good pressure calls as well. So. We like this look. We got the H back almost tucked in. He's a little deeper. Okay, we think we're gonna get GH coming back. We think we're gonna get split zone coming back. So we can make this call and feel really good about it. Okay, and we get okay, 33 under the kick out, nine over the kick out, and we're gonna win either way. Two does a really good job getting into the A gap. And he's gonna take the guard and the tackle with him. Okay, and then you know, I, I think it's a, like we're calling this to hit home runs. We're calling this to be aggressive. All right, similar look here. You get this H back tucked in. Right, he's telling us right now he's coming back. Right, there's about two things. He can come back. Maybe they're going to run some kind of ISO here. Um, but likely, you know, modern football, this gets coming back. Right, that's why he's tucked in. So we get a really good job. And, and, you know, take a look at our kid here. He's a 195-pound kid. Right? You know, I think we're like 270 and 260 over here at tackles. We're giving these kids ways to compete as well. Right? He's not a huge kid playing four technique. He's going to get off the ball. His effort's outstanding. He's going to try to get to the nose or the ear hole of the center. We're going to work through the B gap, contain. Right? And if we get this kick out here, Okay, we get one under and we get one over. Okay, he does a really good job. Once he feels like he's into the A-gap here, he's getting close, doesn't quite make it here. He's going to get vertical and cut it off okay, and just get off the ball here. Coming through to attack. You know, here we get on the backside. Right, this looks like it looks like the same picture, right? We get H back tucked in. We look like split backs coming coming back. Hey, right, we get GH. Right, we're gonna get a counter look here, and we're gonna come down here hard. Four techniques chasing the polar. Right, he was already on the stunt, so now he's there even faster. 
and he spills the double as he gets in here. Let's slow down. Now he's going to try to get up vertical as he gets squeezed. All right. I'm not sure he even recognizes he's getting like GT here. I think he feels this as like he's getting doubled. And so as he gets doubled, get vertical, and 33 is coming to clean it up. And so we talked about these outside linebackers. Understand, are you the blitzer or the dropper? If you're the dropper, don't be in a hurry to drop. Right? Make sure that you're making your run keys here. We almost get in trouble here. He's going to drop too fast. Right? We got arrow on. 91 does a really good job again on the long stick. It almost makes the play. EJ to the field here, recognizes I don't need to drop yet. See, so he starts to drop. I'd rather him just squat here. Rather him squat, recognize the down, and get in here. He recognizes a little bit late that he's going to come clean this up and get in that play too. But, you know, 91 again on these long sticks where, you know, what are we going to do? So what are these guys seeing? And these guys have seen us go this way. They've seen us go that way. We played a little bit of technique, and now we're also going to go two gaps. So playing against and pressuring these high school kids, right, and then also playing to your strengths. Right? They're bigger than us. Right? we got some kids that run pretty well. He's a little tight here. But I like these, you know, when our kids start to understand the scheme here and understand the concept, he's starting in a four. He knows he's got to get to the A gap. Right? He's going to... Trying to crawl down here. He's a little early. All right. He's going to get through and cut this off. Turn it back. All right. And we're in good shape here. Okay. So our four technique to the boundary here. Going to get doubled here. Do a good job. Get vertical. We get this down, right? This guard coming to kick out. He's going to get vertical here, cut it off. And we get two off the edge. Okay, the kick out misses them both. Hey, okay, we get three guys on the quarterback here. And again, just like Blade and Spear, what do we get? Like if this turns into, you know, we're talking about first down and first down pressures. But if it gets play action, hey, we like this. This is almost better. You know, we get play action, and instead of sitting and reading and then trying to run out, you're never going to get there um, to get into your zone. We just keep on going. Just keep on attacking. So we're going to get full slide here. When it gets full slide, this is good pressure too. Because what are you going to get? You're going to get two off the edge. So you get this wide zone or the sweep here action. We get two off the edge. They only pick up 33. Our outside backer, all right, we get a sack, second and eight, we're in good shape here. All right, and so, got to remember, when you got to drill this, and I think it's important, I talked about with the hot pressures, we blitz all the time because this is how we play in seven on seven. When we practice seven on seven, we are going to get after it and leave open zones, and you accomplish two things, all right? You're going to make your DBs play in space, and play in uncomfortable situations and get used to seeing the ball, you know, sometimes getting completed and they got to come up and tackle. Um, and then you have you work on this situation here. 
So nine's got banana rules. He's blitz peeled. So if the back is out, he's with him. If the back stays in, hey, we want to bury him and eat him and send him into the quarterback's lap. Hey, gets a little too aggressive here. You can see him even pause on the tailback. I would like him to bury the tailback here. Just bury him. Take the tailback. Make sure he can't get out into a, a screen look or even into a pass. Yet, you know, these looks here, the, the tight end is going to take our, our corner across the field, and then we're going to get the A-rail coming out, and we get beat for a tough one here. Uh, luckily, we're in the fourth quarter here, and we're up a couple scores. Um, but but you got to work on those things. You can't just talk about it. Um, you know, th those things will happen if you don't work on it. You know, and you can see him here. He knows. You watch him pause. He pauses. Uh, he knows he should. I should eat him, and he lets him go. Uh, and we don't like that one during film session. All right, and then you get you get a ton of mileage. Like I said, you get all this mileage out of this. You know, we like it as a run pressure, but you know, second eleven, we're not sure. Second is this rundown of this pass down. This turns into a really good concept if you know this team is also running man pro. Okay, we get the guard chasing. Tackles out on the contain blitz. Backers through the B gap. Right, we get a sack. Right, and you see this happen all the time. Here's another example. Two's going to do a good job here. Long sticking, guard and tackle both come down with them. 33's through. And, and we get this all the time. So and if it does turn into slide protection, it's, it's okay. okay. We're going to get one off the edge too. Another example here, you get a lot of mileage. Right, so, you know, the, the point I'm trying to make is even though we're talking about stopping first down and having these first down pressures, Will the play or will the blitz, will that pressure, does it carry over onto other downs? Does it carry over to other situations? So you can, you know, bring these pressures and feel really comfortable that that I've got an answer. That this is going to be good against a lot of stuff. Uh, we can bring pressure here, and, and I like it in run situations. I like it in pass situations. So this one's called Superman. We like this one. It's this opposite of aerial. It's just coming from the field. And again, these one words. Uh, give us, you know, some mnemonics, the SAM and the micro that are going to come. It's the same scheme. We're going to get the four on the long stick, the nose across. Right? The anchor is now going to be the dropper. The end's going to work a slant. So here we go, run pressure. And we talked about this a little bit in the first one. We get back away from the trips. What do we think? We're going to get some type of sweep here. So we like this pressure into this. We're going to get contained, right? And then we're going to get, if we get something coming back, these guys are working working with it, right? And we're going to get right through here if we get a pull. We get the handoff here, and we're right through. Right? Here, right? like it against some of these counter read schemes, power read, we're going to chase and tackle from behind. Force the pull, make the quarterback triple out. We got the end zone, near end zone. 
you know, and so, you know, you're trying to answer some questions, you know, who's going to poll and who's going to do what, you know, this was a week we felt like we had to do everything we could to poll because these guys were so much better than us up front. And I think we got a K-State kid, an Iowa State kid, um, got a big, fast quarterback, uh, pretty good tailback. Like, we got to get these balls polled. And so, you know, when, when they're doing this and they're reading it, you know, you have a way to force them to read. So that long stick chases behind. He's got no, he's going to chase that puller, get in his hip, tackle the first thing that comes to him, force the pull, okay, inside, outside linebacker on the quarterback. Okay, fast throw, throws it out of bounds. We talked about this one last time, okay, but this is another example. Okay, we like this in some pass pro situations too. If this is the side we think we're going to get the man side to, we can run arrow over here if we think that's the man side. If the man side's the field, we can run Superman. Okay, and that's what we get here. We're pretty sure that big tackle is going to be the key here. They want to run the man side to him. He's out. He takes the wide guy. Right. They have a hard time. Guard has a hard time with the long stick. We're in good shape. And then here we get an example against play action. You know, we like it against this gap scheme. Okay. And when the gap scheme turns into, you get your, your you know, your bootleg off of it, okay, we're going to get pressure in its face. All right, so all that mileage comes through. Okay, you know, what are you going to do? You know, can you run this against multiple players in their playbook? I think we get similar example here. Seeing lots of power and counter from this team. Right, we're trying to hit this through on the power. It turns into play action. We're already running through. Right, we like it. Okay. Yep. Okay. So the other thing, I'll show you a few other ones that don't have as much film on. Uh, some other pressures that we like, but this one is is Batman, and what we're going to say in Batman is bring the boundary linebacker and then insert into the A-gap. And this one's super simple. We're just kind of adding our creeper with a plug. Uh, you know, we feel like this one's good. We get double A-gap if it's if it's passed, and then we're just trying to get, sometimes we just want to get that will running through, uh, running through that guard and reading the guard as fast as possible, and he's going to try to fit on the butt of the guard. So we like this sometimes. We're going to get some flex teams and bring in some pressure. Uh, it don't like Superman and Arrow as much against a flex team like this where you're going to get that long stick in there. And um, sometimes that guy's just going to get washed down and just going to pull it so fast. You know, this is a way for us to get our linebackers going a little bit faster here. We'll get, you know, double A-gap against some of the veer and midline teams and get those through there quick. Right, and then not worry about losing our linebacker somewhere right, or losing somebody okay, with a, with too drastic of a movement. I got the wrong clip there. And then if it does turn into pass, I right, feel pretty good. We get one coming off the edge there. And we like this. You know, this is this is a good way we feel like can we attack triple option and be really fast. You know, a lot of times those teams asking a lot out of their center. So now we're gonna get 
right? Our nose guard in one A-gap, our inside backer, our will in the other A-gap, and we're still closing the B-gap with our four technique. I'm just gonna try to make this triple happen really fast. All right, let's, let's see if we can, you know, make the quarterback work really quick here, make the center work. And then, so we've got, you know, what does it do? All right, does it give us something in the pass game too? First down here, all right, we're expecting a little more zone here, but first they, after a penalty, their first 25, try to throw out of it, right, and we get a run through from 30 here. All right, we don't do a really good job here. Uh, from our four, we'd like to see him work out. You know, he's really kind of won here already, and then he's gonna reattach to the tackle. You know, I'm not sure if he's unsure about running pass here. If he keeps his edge, we got good pressure there, and nine's not off to the races. The other one we have, we call Iron Man, and we're just gonna tell the mic to insert. Uh, another one we have, we call Storm, and then we're gonna tell the, the spear to go first and the tackle to go outside. So this is, this is almost and with the mic, and the mic's gonna insert here too. We do this sometimes to, to give a different look to teams that are sprinting out all the time, or sometimes uh, you know, against a gap scheme, we're gonna try to get in here and just squeeze it and spill it real fast and then wrap the end around and just try to give a different look to the kickout guy. And another one we have we call Spider-Man, and this one just, we like this to impact some of our rotation, and then sometimes, you know, you get these teams running so many snag RPOs. Can we get this free down on him quick? Work the post here, and then still, we're gonna bring that mic off the C-gap, you know, the Spartan can stay out into coverage. Right. And then we'll talk about our other five-man pressure. Sometimes we like against flex teams. You know, what are we going to do? Right. We'll slide into a 40, and we call Ohio and Alina. And all that tells the outside backers, are you going outside? Are you going inside? And we're trying to get in here and squeeze the A and B gaps. And again, force everything on the triple to happen really fast. And then bring someone else outside for the pull. I think we get one here. And when we do this, a lot of times this one doesn't play out. Okay? We like to do this out of a nickel set. So we play our safety here in the middle, who's kind of playing a mic, and we kind of get a 4-3 look here. Pinch it, okay? make sure that we're okay, working with an arc if we get it. And then this nickel here, fast cat, is just going to run to the action, C-gap to C-gap. We get sweep here. Five gets inside that arc, and the film cuts off. He's going to make a play on the right outside. See him get outside of it, and our safety's working. Right, he's reading the arc block, too, so we get inside the load, outside the load, and we're going to be in good shape here, force that ball outside, where we feel like we're in better shape with our speed. Another example here, we've got a line eye here, and they do a pretty good job pinching down. Right, but we get a bubble, 
five techniques in a workout on that condensed set and bubble it. The corner does a good job sitting down, clouding, and it takes care of the quarterback sweep. So next one we're going to do is how do we, you know, take some of these pressures and then, then complement them. Um, how do we use them um, and use some other tools to get to third down? And then how can we simulate some of these pressures too? You know, we're, we're almost kind of sometimes working backwards where we're going to pressure on first down and then third down simulate. So the next one we'll talk about what's our third down pressure package look like, and then how do we how, how do we do some fun stuff? And I think that's important too, is that you can do some fun stuff for the kids on third down. If you know it's third and pass, you know, you can build some things into your scheme that's not real difficult. And we'll talk about those next time.